Live as shit and hungover as shit from the ball game last night. It's the Sons of Honarchy podcast with your co-hosts. I am Steve-O at Drunk Shy Sox Fan on Twitter. And here's Hot Take Tommy. So on this episode of the Sons of Honarchy podcast, we are going to be answering the age-old question, can you be late to your own podcast? All of this brought to you by... Just, Just us. <laughs> Make sure you rate, subscribe, review. What up, Spags? Good morning to Spags, baby, in the chat, per usual. Uh, appreciate him being live with us. Um, I am hungover, and that is why this we're car. late. Uh, can you be late to your own podcast? <laughs> yes. Just ask the 108 guys. They are <laughs> infamous for it. But we were only like four minutes late, man. Not that hey. bad. No harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. So, um, (laughs) Tom, I'm hurting a little bit this morning. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, man. I mean, we were out at the game yesterday having a grand-ass time. Um, Do do you want to do weeks first before we roll into the the game? Because the game was the capstone on a wonderful week for me. It was. I I will agree with you. Um, My internship work sucks. Internship. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. Words are going to be really hard this morning, so cut me some slack. Um, Starting now. Exactly. Um, I went to three baseball games this week, which was a lot of fun. Um, that's really the highlight of my week. I went and saw the, was it 11 innings or 12 innings um, a, against Toronto on Tuesday? Uh, it was 12 inning game. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, I went with the boys from back home. Uh, I believe they former, pulled that out, by the way. Yeah. For, for, former guests of the pod, Ryan Ferrucci, Adam Wessendorf, uh, were with me, as well as our buddy Alec. Um, big uh, Josh Harrison fans now? Oh, I'm a I'm a big Josh Harrison. Josh Harrison stan. Um, <laughs> Josh Harrison. I, I really – I should really stop talking. Um <laughs> You didn't. What you have so many more things to go through. That was that was the first game you went to, wasn't it? That was the first game I went to, and then I went Thursday. Got the Pride Night T-shirt. You already know, baby. It, it's uh, fresh. It's a good looking T-shirt. It's a great looking T-shirt. The artist who did this, great work. Um, the back is really really cool. I love um, that we. I love that we can't shout out the artist because we don't know. We're like, I can't remember <laughs> her name, but she seems super cool. Um, and. <laughs> <laughs> then we went to the game last night, uh, which we'll definitely talk about more. But you definitely need to follow Spags on Twitter, Tom, apparently here. I had no idea. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we will rectify that situation. But then uh, really quick, really quick, started my new job at the, at, the, at the firm this week. It's going really well. So far, so good. All good things there. IT department has saved my ass a couple of times. That's always fun. Um, but... Friday, yesterday, Steve, yes. we had an experience. Oh, yes, we did. Um, I gave you your first Maxwell Street experience. Yeah. <laughs> so and What a gift that was. What a gift that was. Yeah. How about how about we work our way backward through, uh, through the day <laughs> a little bit? So It's going to be a trip doing that. But we I, ended I, at I, Maxwell Street. Yes, what did, did you end up? You ordered a burger. From I got a burger. Yeah, it was a 440 for a burger. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, how how was it how, on a scale of one to ten? Greasy. Um, no, it was it was <laughs> ten it was, on the greasy scale. <laughs> it was perfect for that specific 
spot. Like, I don't know if I would like recommend that at, you know, noon. Like, I don't think you should be eating Maxwell Street at 12 noon, but 12 midnight. There's the spot for you. Absolutely. Uh, A thousand percent. After after one too many beers, it is a great spot to go (laughs) pick up some food. I will agree with that. Uh, Somebody was like, oh, you should have hit up 35th Street Red Hots. I was like, do you not know 35th Street Red Hots closes at like? They close before the game's done. They're like, fuck you and your drunk ass. We will take your money before the game and not after. (laughs) Just a really good model. If you're that close to the ballpark and you're not a bar. Yeah. um, No, just uh, shut it down before it gets rowdy. There's a reason why people don't go into Maxwell Street to eat, okay? You, yeah. you just go up to the window and you order your food, right? And then you and then you GTFO so that they don't have to deals with you anymore. Exactly. <laughs> um, that pork chop sandwich was absolute fire. Dude, I yeah. was feeling it a little bit, but that pork chop sandwich was everything that my body needed in that moment. All that protein comes with mustard and onions as well, which sounds, you know, for, for somebody who grew up not liking mustard and i know a lot of people don't like yellow mustard but it was fantastic so people who don't like yellow mustard are wrong anyway we can keep going i think i think it's jim i think beer garden jim hates yellow mustard i gave him a really hard time for it i told him he has baby taste buds so that's what happens when you like dry food jim all right I was I was about to go more about the uh, Lunchables route, but you were oh there it is or has eaten so beautiful. <laughs> honestly, honestly, Lucky Spags, I'm telling you, V8 or a Bloody Mary would would fix a lot of what we're dealing with on Steve's end. But I will say, after everything, I'm not hungover. I don't know what you did, Steve. I, oh, actually, well, I, I can you, give a you, special you, shout out to Brohan Luke and Alex Rude for. <laughs> <laughs> they asked me if I drove to the game. I said yes. And they were like, oh, let's keep pushing beer on him. Like, you idiots. That's not how this works. Now so it's an uphill we, battle. So it's we an uphill battle that I won. You bastards. Yes. <laughs> we we're out a little bit later than anticipated for that very reason. Um. Exactly. <laughs> what we got we got onto the interstate at like one in the morning, right? Yeah. Yeah, actually. So <laughs> gotta wait a little bit longer when you're uh after after the extra beers in the game. Yeah, that was not anticipated. We we got to the game, we got through the gates just fine. A little late, immediately ran into the 108 guys. Really yes. good fun. And uh Steve was handing out you you should anybody who listens to this, you should have been at the game on Friday because Steve was handing out t-shirts like hotcakes, I'll tell you. Absolutely. Uh, had how many? I got to post that picture uh, of, of of me oh, with, you the, with the my t shirt belt. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, imagine like hula skirt, but t shirts hung over my belt, like wrapped around my belt. So I kind of looked like I had a hula skirt full of white Sons of Honarchy t shirts with the black logo on them. So uh, don't you worry uh, for our, our fellow uh, regular supporters. Uh, especially our, our guy Spags here in the comment, there will be a t-shirt coming your way. So don't, don't you fret and don't you frown. Oh, you uh, if you missed out on that opportunity and you are a regular supporter, uh, you'll, you'll get your opportunity for a free t-shirt. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we gave those t-shirts to uh, 
my suck summer and Cherizy, and they were like, "Oh, thanks so much, guys!" Like, you know, wasn't expecting anything because they're they're supporters of us, and and mm-hmm. they've done a lot for us in the past, and certainly are. They're yeah. just like, "Hey, let's bring you to the the Jack Daniels lemonade bar uh, or whatever <laughs> little stand there." So yes, yes, uh, which was, uh, we were already drunk, and uh, Steve, so immediately drunk and drunker right away. Uh, which is where that actually was the last drink of the night for me. Uh, Good for you. Jack Daniels and lemonade. I was like, Oh, I'm feeling it now. So I'm going to just, there you go. That's why I'm feeling some type of way this morning. And you are not, your last drink was one that was given to you in the first inning. Uh My last drink was one that was given to me in the top of the seventh. Also, you didn't finish that drink until as you were walking out the game. I don't know yes. if you remember that. I remember we were walking ass, out. Your cheap ass wouldn't just toss the drink. You were like, I was, you can't take the drink out of the stadium. Okay, well, I'm finishing right now then. Like, yep. I mean, <laughs> you got to be efficient, you know, if somebody, yeah, you don't security, have to- security was about to stop me or did he, did he officially stop me? He was, he, I, he was like in the, in the process of being like, you can't bring that out. And yeah, I was like, <laughs> really down in that so yeah, i love that that sound effect will make no no sense to anybody who didn't oh, see no. what you did he, he, he mimed himself chugging a beer is what, I, what the hell was that noise seriously it was like, more said, like you gurgled the beer which is actually you know what backtrack uh that's actually kind of more accurate to what happened so that noise that you heard that's about what happened when he took the beer <laughs> And try to drink it at the end of the game there. But uh thank, thank God for the two and a half hours after the game that we yes, used yeah. to go to cork, uh drink and water. Drink water. <laughs> um, that was literally all I had at cork. And yeah. and by water I don't mean Miller or Coors Light. I mean straight up <laughs> Actual... high, qual- high quality H2O. H2O. So <laughs> if somebody can if somebody can reference that movie uh in 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 the comments, uh, actually I'll tell you what, DM the Sons of Honarchy account. If you can reference that movie, this is your second chance for a T-shirt here. Uh, reference that movie in the DMs for the Sons of Honarchy, and I will make sure you get a T-shirt. There so it is. What, 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 what is that line from? Uh, H2O. There's some hot quality H2O. <laughs> All right. So uh, the White Sox, Tom. Should we talk about the White Sox uh, since we're a White Sox baseball podcast? We are a White Sox baseball co- podcast. However, I have to shout you out for something before oh, we do anything more. Before we do anything here. Okay. So one last bullshit item, in other words. So let's say you're out on the town with some friends or if you're maybe uh going out uh camping camping is a big place for this activity right so uh, everybody gets together and they decide let's shotgun some beers right okay ah, so we go. this is very exciting you know it could be a good time had by all if done correctly so this is what i get to <clears throat> if done correctly all right so steve and i are walking into the ball game um, and Steve's like, quick, quick, quick. We got, we got two more beers from outside. We got to drink these fast. Uh, let's shotgun them. And I'm like, okay, okay. Like, uh, where do you want to shotgun? And he's like, let's just pull over right here. We're like halfway in between, like getting to the actual gate. We're about to walk into gate we're, three. Yeah, we're, we're, we're halfway staring us down. Security can see us. There's children everywhere. Um, and the children. Like, do it. Let's do it right here. So I don't. <laughs> so i'm just saying like maybe not the best environment however comma we we proceeded we proceeded nonetheless um and 
we, I grab my keys as one does, stabs a hole in the top of the can. Here's the thing. Turn the can side upside down so that I had an air bubble and beer's not flying everywhere. What Steve does is first things first, drops his beer. So now it's shaken, not stirred. And he then can't find his keys. Uh, another guy, really kind yes. guy, walks yes. up. Who knows who he is? He's like, can I hold that for you? He's like, let me hold that beer for you, please. And then, like, and I was like, no, no, fuck it. I got it. God, I'm like propping it up between like the yeah. gates. Yeah, you like found a fence and you put it on the fence and you're like, no, nah, I don't need help. And the guy's like, I'm going to hold that beer for you, actually, is what we're going to do. Yeah, it wasn't and even asking. He... It was just like, all right, give me that beer. Give me, give me the beer. I, you need help. Because you had like not only dropped, you couldn't find your keys. You dropped something else along with the beer. I don't know, probably your phone. And then uh, he, the guy proceeds to grab his keys to stab the beer for you. And they're like, no, 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 no. And by this time, like 20 people have passed us in line trying to get into the game, you know, like normal adults. And we're over here doing this. So then finally, Steve gets his keys. So I, by this point, my beer is like hot. You know, I've been standing here waiting for him to shotgun this beer with me that I've stabbed a while ago. And. You stab your beer, Steve, which is perfect. We've gotten to the point where we need to be. This is step one of shotgun and a beer. However, the way that you stab your beer, you pointed the beer directly at me after you shook it and stabbed it. And so now half my face is covered in beer before I get into the game, just because the spray alone, just straight into my face. So... That leads me to the question. We did shotgun the beer after that, and it and all went well. Although, okay, one more thing. Steve throws the can on the ground, not the trash can that was 10 feet away from him. So I, I Like a total out. degenerate. <laughs> like I will agree. Degenerate. And I was going to go pick up the can, and then you were like, no, I'm picking up your can for you, you child. <laughs> yes, is actually. I think I'm ashamed. Uh, you, you should be. This earth, the earth did not appreciate what you did. Um, however, however. All of that to say, I think this is a good time for shotgun etiquette class. Um, Ooh, yeah. So uh, never shake your beer before. <laughs> never stab it in the middle, Steve. Find the air bubble at the top so you can stab it and there's no beer lossage on the way down. And find yourself a good environment. Find yourself a space where there aren't children milling about. <laughs> I might, I might need to redeem myself uh, and throw away your can. God damn it! That's the last bit. I I forgot about that. That's I, those I, were the points. Those were the. I think points. you know, and, and we'll get into this, but I'll have some downtime this upcoming week, uh, where I can redeem myself, and somebody can <laughs> record me redeeming myself. I would appreciate. Stuff. I would appreciate said recording of you redeeming. So. <laughs> Anyway, okay, we're a White Sox baseball podcast, as you said. So we are. Uh, let, let's recap this White Sox week real quick. They took two <laughs> out of three from Toronto, uh, eight seven victory. That was was a dominant game for the White Sox, mostly. Oh, what? Let's go back to last weekend. We, oh, we, we lost talk about Houston. To Houston. You're right. We lost a series to Houston. Yes, I forgot. Uh, last time we were on the podcast waves was uh, right before the uh, Johnny Cueto versus Justin Verlander game. Uh, <laughs> that we were riding high after that. I guess absolutely the test. Hey, jo White Sox pitchers are infamous for this. Some 
below average White Sox. But even though Johnny Cueto, I'll tell you this year so far, has, has been an Not above average average pitcher for the White Sox. Um, Johnny Cueto outdueling Justin Verlander had big Dylan Covey outdueling Chris Sale. <laughs> it absolutely did. It absolutely did. Uh, but the hit parade was on that day. Uh, and then they go on national television and they can't uh, they can't make it happen against no. Houston, which, you know, it, it happens. Um, Kopech didn't look awesome uh, against Houston, gave up three bombs. Uh, but, hey, what are you going to do? I mean... You still got to score more than three runs if you're going to win a ball game. Uh, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. Another issue we had today or yesterday was was basically the same. The last, the last two days, the last two yep. days, the last yep. two games here. So against Baltimore, um, yeah. As I was saying though, Toronto they put up some runs, eight seven and seven six. Monday was a little bit too close for comfort after having a big lead going in the top of the ninth. But yep, I, Joe Kelly. Can we talk about Joe Kelly real quick? It's really um, good. Is he gonna figure it out? Because he looks like absolute dog shit. Um, I I'd say track record says he would. Um, uh, you know, I don't know what this nerve thing at the beginning of the year was. If that's still lingering or what's going on, but I I would say that Joe Kelly's not my top concern at this moment at this juncture considering there are bigger issues with the White Sox other exactly. than the bullpen, uh, sure, I will agree with you. But bigger fish to fry. The fact that the money was spent <laughs> and Joe yeah. Kelly is one of the places where the money was spent is a big problem for me. Um, mm. Shout out to Rick Hahn. Um, Our guy, Teflon Rick. Yes. As I said, Tuesday was a fun game go-to. Those 12 innings stayed for all of them. Mm. Um then you lose the series finale against Toronto. Uh, the Lucas Giolito. Yeah. Is that a bigger concern for you? Worst pitcher in baseball. And that now we're not joking. He actually, he he might be, again, the worst pitcher in baseball. Um, I, I am worried about him. I am worried about him because I think that, like, uh, one thing that worried me was his post-game interview. Where I, I what I appreciate about him is he's always very raw, very honest in his post-game interviews. He's going to make a great broadcaster one day. However, mm-hmm. he he said that they were hitting his mistakes, but they were also hitting some well-executed pitches, which was frustrating. Is what he said, which tells me, okay, so some of your well-executed pitches are not good enough. So let's go back to the drawing board and like break it all down then, because if your mistakes aren't are are happening and your well-executed pitches are not doing what they're supposed to, then everything's fucked, you know? So didn't like that. Uh, I, I would say kind of what I've said before, his, his game has to be based on smoke and mirrors. Like his, his, his slider is not a power slider. It's just, you know, it's a, it's a good slider, but it's not his like out pitch. His out pitch is that change up. And if that change up isn't baffling guys, then yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people want to point at Lucas Giolito's spin rate and how it's down. And yes, it is down, but it's not, it's not drastic. It's not like what we saw with Trevor Bauer. It's not like what no. we saw with Garrett Cole. Yeah. Um, it's down, but it's down by like a hundred RPMs. Uh, yeah. or or a hundred uh 
what is it? Yeah, it's like yeah, RPM. Yeah, rotations yeah, spit, per minute. Yeah, rotations per minute. Wait, maybe uh, it is RPM, but RPM makes sense, so it's fine. Yeah, or rotations <laughs> per second, something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, whatever. Uh, anyway, um, the whiffs are still up. The Ks are still up. Yeah, you know, above league average, but everything else, when you look at his advanced metrics, is just garbage. Like barrels, we went over it barrel, last week. Barrels, and, barrels, and I don't want to talk about it ad, ad nauseum. But yeah. remember those numbers that I threw out last week and how he was like in, in the bottom quartile and everything. He's like in the bottom fifteen percent now. Like, yeah, he's it's getting barrels. He's awful. Like he's he getting he's getting hit hard. He's not missing barrels. The numbers are atrocious. His fastball velocity is below average. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I, what's the point of the? What's the point of the extra muscle if you're going <laughs> harder? He I, I gotta up, be honest. Baby. He bulked up, <laughs> and you can't be you can't be a two pitch starter yeah. in Major League Baseball anymore. No, you got to get that slider working. You just have um, to. I think maybe there's maybe two guys in baseball that that could maybe be two pitch starters in, in in the MLB. Um yeah. and he is not one of them. The stuff is just not there. He doesn't have enough fastball velocity. He doesn't have enough move on his change. Um and the and the changeup is one of those pitches where if you're sitting on it and it's in the strike zone, guys are going to kill it. Yeah. So, um you know, I just thought of this. Uh, whatever happened to his like 80 grade curveball that they that was like when he was a prospect, he had this like filthy curveball that like yeah. what is that is cat's uh, gonna cat's gonna fix him cats cats has known him since he was like two years old so if anybody's gonna fix him it's cats but i don't know man i yeah. don't know it's frustrating it's not it's not a good look but again like I, it's it's troubling that like his well-executed stuff in quotes right right well-executed stuff that got barreled as well. So it's like, I don't know what to tell you, man. You got it. You got to get back to smoke and mirrors because this, uh, what you're doing is not it. No. Uh, the Jersey burning that Jordan Miller wants us to do. Tom. Oh, yeah. Is this, uh, <laughs> well, say the, say the, what, what's it going to take for, uh, you to join? What, what's it get? What, what does Lucas G Lito have to do? To, like, do you think he's going to be this bad the rest of the year? I know you said like, originally last week you said yeah he's still gonna have like an under four era do you, you really still think that i mean i uh, i think he'll write the ship it'll be tough to get under four now honestly just because of how bad it is right now but i think he can write the ship and and be like league average you know by the end of the season i i don't i do not expect him to be you know all-star giolito kind of kind of a situation um and and I, I I would never I you know I jest I jest however I would never burn Giolito's jersey I think what he's done for the organization already to this point solidifies him as a player that I will always love. That being said, I would love him to do more, right? Right. <laughs> for the organization, and I think we're field. counting right. on him. We're counting on him doing more for the organization on the field um absolutely daniel polka yeah, seemed like a really nice guy but you know uh, after his unicorn season yeah like i would right. never I, I would never burn a daniel polka jersey however right field was is one of my least positions to watch uh for the white Sox, and he was one of the reasons why uh, <laughs> yep yep yeah oh shit but yeah uh back-to-back -back losses against baltimore i know we talked about pitching tom but mm -hmm. 
there. Uh, that's not the problem. If you ask me, no, when it comes to this bats, team, bam, these bats are dead. We need, we need an awakening. We need Joe Boo. You always Joe Boo needs to wake up bats, uh, dude. I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I thought Josh Harrison's walk off. I thought that might do it, and uh, it did not. It did not fix anything. I thought that that was going to be kind of like a lightning rod of a moment. Like, yeah, let's get hits and shit. But uh, the the ball's just not leaving the yard, dude. Everything is in the ground or line drives or worn track power. It's like, what is going on? Manekano magic, Tom. We're still getting out slugged. We're still getting out slugged in our own ballpark, which is just not acceptable. Now, I, I want to break it down into small bites for, for us again. We talked about, yes, your head is is for real, extra shiny. I don't know what you did. Beer Garden Jim joined us in the comments and wanted to compliment on my shiny Oh, head. you know what it is? Thank it's you. the grease from Maxwell Street just coming it might right be. out. It's that the pork top shot, the baby. <laughs> okay. But, but no, also, uh, underrated, underrated. You had that burger from... Um, 35th red hots yeah 35th street red hots that burger there too um it's uh it's almost as good as a shane reardon burger by the way jim um (laughs) extra extra jarred please Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. so that was that was really good see we had a lot of grease yesterday we really did along with the beers um uh we had a lot of grease um but what were what were we saying what were we just saying oh i want to go into small small segments uh take this bite-sized pieces from the season please so we had we were talking last week about we got to be 540 the rest of the way which is again it's doable we got to be 540 the rest of the way meaning meaning the white Sox have a 540 win percentage yes thank you uh 54 percent of their games they need to win yes and that was from starting last week. Did we do that this past week? Drum roll, please. No. No fucking way. Uh, <laughs> we we came in at three, uh, three, three and four. four. In the three week. and four since we last recorded. And we were talking about some, you know, bad teams that were going up against. Or we, we thought that this Baltimore series was going to be, you know, easy enough. There was a few people, a few voices that said, don't sleep on Baltimore. And uh, they were right. I, I tuned into Thursday, like really excited to watch a White Sox winner and, and thinking confidently that I was going to go into Friday watching a White Sox winner with. Yeah, let's get Hasbulla back up there. Yeah, baby. Yes, absolutely. Um, so obviously Hasbulla is is on the live stream. I, I forgot to put him up earlier, but White yeah. Sox still have a losing record. So they do indeed. But um, yeah, so that's I mean, that's all I want to say about that. We're, we are not reaching that goal uh, that we that we, you know, the sons of Hanarchy ob- uh, obligatorily uh, set for the team. Um, so we'll we'll have to talk to them about, you know, setting better standards. Hey, uh, they can they can pick it up practices. from here if, if, if they go. 54% of the way, you know, 54% win percentage, uh, 540, all the way through the rest of the season, Tom. Mm-hmm. You know how many wins they'll probably have? 83. 83. <laughs> so That's true. That's true. Okay. So that's that's what I had to say about that. Steve, I uh, I want to talk about next week really quick before we have yeah, some fun. Be- before we do that, Tom, do you think – here's the thing, and I, I – I don't want to be facetious and, and, and or beat a dead horse, but um, the White Sox bats really do need something. Yeah. Um, so as I was mentioning, Joe Boo needs to wake up bats. 
Oh, yeah. Should I find a live chicken somewhere? Oh, my God. Bring it to <laughs> lot B. And we have an animal sacrifice. <laughs> Steve. Steve, no. Do Is not that- do that. The, again, think about what was I saying about shotgun etiquette? It's about it's about environment as well. Where should you slaughter a live chicken? Lot B is not the place to slaughter live animals. I think that that should go without saying. However, comma, you know, I would say do this in the privacy of your own home. Get some access to the basement in the laundry room. Get over a drain, right? Okay. Uh, And then, you know, set up a, you know, kind of some sort of seance scenario. Get some candles going. And a little pentagram. To, make, to make things better, I think chicken in like a, a box, like and put it in a box, and then we throw like a firecracker in there. Gene Steve, what is going on here? Okay, I, I'll admit we'll do crazy things to fix the White Sox bats. That's chicken demolition night. <laughs> How bad do you think that would smell? terrible steve it would not smell good in the heat in chicago in the summer are you kidding no bad steve i'm gonna say this uh for on behalf of everyone that's a bad idea that's not a good idea (laughs) but i would say uh yeah let's uh well we should do something for the for these bats maybe not that though i (laughs) i i think sacrificing live chicken would be a really good idea um But if you, somebody else has a better idea, I am all for suggestions. Maybe uh, fired Frank Meneckano, but um, you want we have you you wanted to talk about my traveling, so yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll tease is- this. You can ask our special co uh, guest co host next week what we should do instead of sacrifice a live chicken. That's okay. I will do that. And by the way, that that was burying the lead. We have a special go- uh, guest co host next week. Filling in for Steve as he got a bunch of guys to fill in for when I was uh, traveling the world. Now Steve's turn to travel the world. Uh, and uh, I'm going to be holding it down with a with a guest co-host. Somebody you guys know well, most likely. Uh, that's that's Joel Brand. Uh, yes. Good guy. He's, he's got his own YouTube channel. I'll be linking it. Um, so keep a lookout for that. But uh, yeah, just uh, looking forward to talking to him. Any squay. Steve, where the hell are you yes. going? Well, you know what? what what's uh, I want to tease Joel a little bit. You know, okay. for for, for reg- regular listeners of the pod, you've probably heard about Joel and you've heard from Joel before. He's he's Boys been on our, he's been on our pod a couple times. He he's our unofficial official uh, Minnesota Twins correspondent of the exactly. Sons of Monarchy. Exactly. Um, he's a good friend of the pod. He's always been a supporter of everything that we do. Uh, he. And not recently, but uh, as in the past, uh, texted us weekly and told us that, uh, you know, we do a good job. So we, I guess we got to pick up our game here a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, no, uh, Joel, I'm very excited to tune into the episode. And I told you, you know, you're going live early on Saturday again next week. Uh, and I will be hungover. I can guarantee you that. Um, <laughs> I, I may need more than a liquid IV. I may need an actual IV, uh, <laughs> after next Friday. Um, but I'm very excited to tune in afterward to the podcast. Um, Joel's a great dude. Uh, I hope he, he doesn't indeed. rub, uh, the twins doing better in the white Sox interfaces too much, but the twins have not been great recently twins, either. I don't think he will want to do that. Yeah. The twins have not, uh, been really the, 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 the freaking 
Cleveland Baseball Club is in first place. All right. Yes. Well, um, hey, they they have a real mascot now. Um, real-ish mascot. Yes, the Guardians. 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 The Guardians. Uh, <laughs> such a terrible name and such a oh, terrible concept. Don't knock it. Come on. I mean, yeah. if you had to rename a ball club, I would have gone with Spiders. Yeah, I, I mean, it's yeah, it's better than the the Cleveland Racists, but it's all good, <laughs> you know. <laughs> there, there was it was a lose lose situation. I think that they were in. Um, plus, they're in Cleveland, so it's a lose 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 situation. Like still <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> this guy has at least three DUIs. <laughs> what's great what's great uh actually it's not uh we're in the al central so everybody sucks and cleveland is still fucking in first place after all these years fuck those guys i uh, hate them. yeah i don't know what it is imagine if that team spent money and didn't have the dolans as owners oh I, God, holy they would, cow they would be just fine there might be you know the, <laughs> their economy might not be based on lebron james anymore it might be based on the <laughs> cleveland guardians they could be but uh instead here we are uh okay does, Cle- okay. does cleveland still love lebron that's a good question. I I uh I know a couple Clevelanders. Uh, I'll say I'll say I'll say it to you this way. I talked to a good guy I know from Cleveland. I, I don't know if you've ever met him. Anyway, but um, talked to him about it, and he said that he the way he segments his life is before Cavs championship, BCC, and ACC after Cavs championship. So I think it matters a lot to him that you know LeBron did it for Cleveland, and like that solidifies him in such a way. Right. The 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 uh, what did they what did they call it? The announcement or whatever, like the, when he decided to uh, yeah take decision, his ta- decision. There the decision, is. take his talents to Miami. Yeah, that was when people started like burning shit. But I think the redemption of actually doing it for Cleveland while a Cav kind of, you know, changes the narrative. Right long term um you can look back fondly as a clevelander i i don't know i'm not i shouldn't speak for them but that, that's enough. what i picked up on having a conversation what what did the fuck are we, are we speaking well no speaking of ta- taking ta- and i know i know where i'm derailing it here but speaking i want to talk white Sox a little bit more speaking <laughs> okay. of taking talents to miami would you trade i'm putting you right on the spot right now All you're right, gonna tell me no i already i already know but i i hate you for probably shooting me down immediately it <laughs> will for jazz chisel are you saying yes or no look you you i was about to say i was so ready when you said alloy i was like no 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 not trading him for shit however that name specifically jazz chisel as a second baseman i don't know why i like started on second baseman there but specifically that position specifically that man i i jazz is a really fun player to watch you know, he's got some holes in his swing, whatever. He's he's electric, and I think that's something that this team desperately needs. And he's he's good at second base. He's a really good bat at times. Again, there's a, there's a couple. Well, he can't hit left-handed pitching, but exactly. he that's what what, the rest of the White Sox lineup hits left-handed pitching. They need a I, left-handed bat badly. I would do it. I don't think King yeah. is going to do it. Um, no, no. But, Kim, Kim would be like Eloy and uh, what else? Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, so I uh, that <laughs> we got damn. the comments letting Spags us know. Calling, what and, the, and here's the thing I, I have a hard really time calling Eloy, players huh? soft. You yeah. know, I just I can't call Eloy soft. My big thing is he is injury prone as fuck. Absolutely, yeah, I, something about I cannot stay healthy. Yeah, something about his body is is not right. Uh, well, he's bu- built like a brick house. I mean. Yeah. 
it's hard to move a brick house. Is all yeah. I'm gonna say. You know, don't so, love it. Maybe do some yoga. God damn it. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think I think Kim Ng would only only do uh, a jazz trade if it involved uh, Dylan Cease or Andrew Vaughn, and neither of those pieces are getting moved. So no, no, that's a good point. That's actually a good point. He, I think she would probably be looking for a bat actually because they their pitching is not the problem in miami no 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 i mean yeah it would be they would really want vaughn and that's not happening absolutely not um tough man it sucks to be a white Sox fan. (laughs) yeah i know um should we maybe uh we're the worst team in the league uh as i'm about to go on vacation and follow the white Sox in california so yeah yes okay so yes where are you going what is what is world traveler steve yeah i'm not quite the world traveler i'm not getting out of the country like you unless you know somehow i go down to chula vista and decide to uh you will see (laughs) cross the border i've never been to mexico so maybe that'll give me an excuse to i don't know i probably won't make it down there uh bring a passport yes bring a jacket jacket. Uh, (laughs) so uh yeah i will be flying to san diego uh i'll be in the air in 12 hours uh so i better shake this hangover and uh, get my life together and actually pack a bag because i haven't even done that yet um before yeah over here uh your anxiety or mine mine that's what i'm saying like mine like just knowing what your life is right now anyway continue no stress no worries baby uh <laughs> so we're flying to san diego tonight uh i'm gonna see supporter of the pod and friend of the pod and friend of white Sox twitter a uh, friend of everybody because he's the nicest man on white Sox twitter that'd be willie p yeah um, he's uh he's willing to pick me up from the airport i told him he doesn't need to do that um uh, but he might. Um, Probably going to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then... He's, uh, he's too nice. He's too yeah, nice. He is too nice. Uh, and then uh, I will be hanging out with Willie uh, tonight, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then I will go up to San Fran on Friday uh, morning, early, um, where I'll meet up with a bunch of other White Sox Twitter people uh, and watch the White Sox probably get their uh smoke stacked uh mm. i don't even know what i was trying to say here get their uh shit get their get in. yeah Teeth shit kicked in. in their pipe smoked uh by uh the san francisco giants uh so tommy's favorite team i get to go see tommy's favorite team i I'm very just, very excited i just uh first of all i hate you uh second <laughs> of all um <laughs> i cannot wait for all the posts about Luis Gonzalez going off against the White Sox and Carlos Rodon pitching lights out against the White Sox and Yurin Mercedes getting called up to hit a grand slam off the White Sox. Like I I'm just I can't wait. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna make me both miserable and relish uh every moment of it all at once. It's gonna be like, you know, just just the absolute combining of the worlds, I I would say. Because it's like I, I want to celebrate the fact that like the the Giants are doing well, but mostly what I want to do is celebrate the fact that, you know, there's proof out here that our front office is not doing a good job because 
another front office is literally just picking up the scraps from our organization and being like, look at how good they are. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God, it's painful. It is yeah, so painful. I wonder if we're going to see Rodon, honestly. Um, yeah, I, I would have to check the schedule to see what the lineup is, but I, I would want to say, I would assume that he'd want to pitch against the Sox. Like, oh, he probably wants to. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's the big fuck you game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But where was where's that qualifying offer now, huh? <laughs> Good award. <laughs> oh my god. The well, money was spent, baby. Joe hey, Kelly. Let's go. Oh my god. But uh anyway, like it, that that sounds like it's gonna be a good ass time. You you skip the part where you're gonna go see Shohei, Showtime. Yeah, yeah. A couple games, yeah, with Willie. Uh I'll be uh up and actually uh Sox Optimist. Uh I, I is that, that's his handle, right? Sox sure. Optimist. The guy out in LA, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, he'll be joining us as, as well. So uh, very excited uh, to be up there in the L.A. area um, in Anaheim uh, to catch a couple games. Uh, we have a three game set there, but I will be there for the tail two, uh, the latter of the two. So uh, very, very excited for that. So, yeah. Well, there's there's all of your traveling um, and by the way when when steve returns uh we've got big news for the for the podcast steve's got extra big news i i would say i do yeah it's uh it's some news related to sons of Honarchy, uh and i'm very very excited to share it uh once it's official it is not yet official we're ironing out the details as as we speak at this moment uh but yeah there's some big news coming for the sons of Honarchy, for the pod uh for myself a little bit um uh, don't get too excited. It's nothing spectacular, but it, it, it's a, it's a big deal for me. I'm I'm very very excited for it. So as are we all. Um, but yeah, so stay tuned for that once Steve returns. We are interrupting this show briefly to bring you some incredible voicemails that we received from none other than your socks math winner. This one ten. So yeah, dog is about to bring us a couple really nice voicemails. Again, uh, please enjoy. I guess musical stylings by this one ten. Yeah, dog. I'll open your motherfucker. Play your face. Ah. <laughs> so there's voicemail number one, and we have another one for you. All up in your motherfucker, play your face. Uh, voicemail number two, Steve-O. Yeah, dog. So, obviously, we hope that you enjoy those voicemails just as much as we do when we receive them. Uh, anyway, we're going to head back right into the podcast. Uh, let's play a game. Let's play a game. We like to play games. Let's play All games. right. So reindeer, I, I reindeer got, games. Right. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> We've got uh, a little game of this or that lined up for you, Steve. Um, so I uh, took the took the liberty to put together a list of uh, this list is. Uh, yeah, it's mostly bullshit. A little bit of uh, sock stuff in here. Um, so you ready to play? Let's do it. You can get with this or you can get with that. 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 I think I'm going with this. Ha, ha. 
Exactly. Exactly. So we uh, just go down the list and I'll give you uh, one or the other. And I want you to say this or that, basically. So, uh, Steve, uh, this is in honor of yesterday. Um, would you rather or that's not the game we're playing this or that? Uh, we've got fireworks after a loss or no win, no fireworks. What would what would you rather? <sighs> this is a tough one. Um, so my dad was in Atlanta. Uh, this past week, he was there for the Tuesday Braves Giants game. Uh, he was there on business. I was told by him, and I don't remember this when I was in Atlanta. It was probably because I was drinking way too much. Uh, <laughs> and when I was there in 2019, yeah. um, he said after like every strikeout, after every hit, after every run scored, fireworks in Atlanta, like just like fireworks everywhere. Every um, hit. Uh, maybe not every hit, but it was like <laughs> every like, strikeout, shit. every run, like they had fireworks. Now, I think the White Sox need to get on that, yeah. not just home runs, but like every right. strikeout, every big moment of the game, right. for the White Sox fireworks. Just and then we don't yeah. need a, and then we don't need a fireworks night, especially after we lose four to one to the goddamn Orioles. So right. that's my opinion. Uh, I know it really doesn't answer the question. This or that, Steve? Do you, you? So you're you're actually taking. I'm gonna no say no win, no, no fire, win, no fireworks. There you go. <laughs> you have to stew in this loss. You don't get fun. Um, <laughs> I am definitely in the camp that says I'll take the fireworks after the loss. Thank you very much because it makes me feel good. Um, <laughs> it's it cures the ills that uh, I experienced during the the game that I just sat through. But <laughs> yeah, I mean that that doesn't make sense. I would say that would actually be really cool if you like you know uh, you ever been to the Wolves game and they shoot they shoot the fire out of the like the Wolves paws when it comes up when the people oh yeah 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 kickstart my heart they, yeah they always come out to the uh, Motley Crue's kickstart my heart yep, yeah and they got um, the and they got the flames yeah exactly Whoa! Yeah. Yes. So I would say, like, maybe not fireworks. <laughs> Just getting comics about how hungover Adam joining like, us in the chat, telling is. us he's hungover. I am with you, Adam. This is a rough time. <laughs> But uh, I would say, like, just you don't have to do a whole fireworks display after every strikeout, but just like some shoot some fire out, like pop, pop, like after a strikeout, like that would be exciting. That would get everybody engaged, I think, in a way, like because there there are times where, like, you know, uh, you'll see a strikeout and it's just like, you know, uh, there's toss the ball around the infield and then the the organ, like the fake organ, like or whatever they do. That's kind of lame. I think I think like. Uh, Maybe, and again, like maybe not a full fireworks display, but a little pyrotechnics every time there's a K. I would like that. I would like there that a go, lot. Baby. Okay. So this or that, Steve, we've got uh trade for a bat, trade for an arm. This or that. Bat. Easy. Are these bats? I told you. I'm literally about to sacrifice a live chicken in Lompy. <laughs> You're fucking trade for jazz, jazz, jazz chisel. Jazz chisel. I I will say I think you know. Ask me this question three months ago. It's an arm. Easy, easy. What did we say for the last like three years of this? Oh, we were so worried about this pitching staff. We oh, were yeah. so worried about the starting rotation. We we're like, mm -hmm. you know, especially with Lance Lynn going down at the beginning of the year. We we're mm -hmm. like, shit, they're going to be able to figure this rotation thing out. And mm -hmm. those guys have stepped up. Um, with the with the exception yeah. of Giolito. 
with the exception Which of Giolito, everybody stepped in. I mean, yep. Cease looked amazing against Toronto. Uh, yeah, that that strike zone was wonky as fuck that day. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely in favor of the White Sox on most oh, occasions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but hey, that helped my money line. I put fifty bucks down on the White Sox at plus odds <laughs> that night. So <laughs> I was uh, I was pooping myself a little bit there at the end uh, for sure. But it's a hell of a game. Um, dubs a dub. Um, exactly. No, Dylan Cease, Michael Kopech, uh, Johnny Cueto. Uh, hey, my he, fucking man. Shit, even uh, even Squez Dog has uh, has been pretty good, to be honest. <laughs> you know who Squez Dog is? What is this? What it's you... Velasquez. Velasquez. <laughs> Squez Dog. <laughs> Shouts to Alex Rude for that one. That's, uh, that's all him. Unbelievable. Uh Vinny Velo, he's he he is somebody I can get hyped for. Uh just hands down. One of the best players on the team right now. No, that's not true. But no. one of the most exciting players to watch. I'll, I'll admit and, that. And he held it down that extra running scheme too. So kudos. Mm-hmm. He um, was decent yesterday against the the O's. Uh not yeah, great, but decent. I was gonna say. I was gonna yeah. say. Um but yeah, no, I uh I would say the pitching staff, particularly the starting rotation, has been has been nails. Um it, yeah. You got to trade for a bat. Trade for, for sure. a bat. I think I'm with you. I think the Jazz Chisholm like might not be on the market. However, combo. Nah, no, for sure. Um, that would be amazing. How with how would you feel? Team. You know, speaking of that, um, what would you think about more first basemen? Um, we could there's some good first, tasty first basemen on some bad teams that we could rescue. Um, but then you'd have more first baseman. Uh, <laughs> Trade for a first baseman, baby. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> no, no, no. I have to give credit where credit's due. You, Therese, you, you brought this up. It's like the CJ Crone is on the Rockies. He's playing his, out of his mind this year. Uh, so that's a good first baseman to trade for. Uh, and then Santander yesterday, he, he's playing on the O's. O's don't need him. Like we could pick up another first baseman he's right an there. Fielder. He he played first base yesterday, so I'm I'm marking him as a first baseman that we could we can get another third first baseman to play right field for us. I'm really excited about this. He's, opportunity. Pl- he's played outfield. Honestly, he'd be a great. He, yeah, no, he's, he's, I would he's, love he's more actually to have him in the in the lineup. Um, so that's a realistic option. I, I like it. Um, but Josh I, Bell, though, Josh Bell, that's another good first baseman to pick up off the Nats. Nats don't need him right now. Oh, man, see, look, there's so many really tasty first basemen out there that add to the lineup uh, and throw it out in the outfield. Steve, we can make it happen. Why the fuck not? Yeah, at this point. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this or that, um, we've got hockey fights and baseball fights. This hockey is another shout-out to yesterday. The, there was a fight yesterday. Or a, yeah, there was a a benches clearing, no contact, <laughs> join. <laughs> So really, Bullshit. you're taking you you without hesitation Hockey fights without hesitation because punches are usually landed. I mean, like in baseball, if you if you get to see some some arms swinging, some uh, some fists, um, some what do you call it? Throwing hands uh, per se. Yeah, that's pretty incredible when you see that in baseball. But it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, definitely hockey fights for me. Um, and I think Adam would would definitely agree, even though he's uh, going back to bed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I I actually I'm a, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the, uh, baseball fights in this one. I'm not gonna lie. I think it's uh, I think it's really exciting watching the bullpen run all the way out and then walk back. Uh, I think it's really fun watching everybody jaw at each other and and uh, like like go chest to chest and then just nothing come of it and i'm really i always like what what i will say though is i'm joking a little bit but i do like baseball fights better because it's 
you get the whole team every time like it's rare that it's just one to one guy you know it's usually the entire team uh, although it's when it's Josh unless Donaldson, it's unless it's oh yeah i was going to say when it's Josh Donaldson it's like the whole team and Josh Donaldson getting zero backup from the Yankees. It's just like, yeah, fuck you too, dude. Like, go ahead. Yeah. If you're going to be an asshole, you're going to be an asshole. <laughs> no, but usually you and, – and it's fun because then you can see the, the you know, uh, who's the guy that's holding the guy – the the uh, angry person back. Who's Always Jose Abreu. Yes, Always Jose exactly. Abreu holds Jose somebody Abreu back. with a bear hug and, like, pull, just pulling him. Uh, and then who's the guy who's laughing their ass off with uh, a player from the other team who, like, neither of them know what's going on, and they're just like, I don't remember why I left the dugout. Like, do you? And then they're, like, laughing their ass off while, you know, the, the umpire's trying to break something up over in the other side of the field. And then the, <laughs> the bullpen guys who can't open the door, I love that. I love find, finding out who wasn't able to unlatch the door trying to get out of the bullpen. That's like baseball fights all the way. Baseball fights over hockey fights. No, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> okay, whatever. You 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 want the like guys on skates who can't really stand up straight, and then absolutely you know, throw, throwing the sweater over their head and trying it's to like, skill. oh, I can't see thing anything anymore. Yeah, no, I'm not about it. Um. <laughs> I'm going to be hearing from uh, Matt England for that one. Anyway, uh, this one's going to be easy for you. Easy for me as well. We've got this or that, uh, light or high life? Miller light, easily. And I think that's another reason why I'm so hungover today no. is Miller high life. It just like gives you that hangover. Miller high life <laughs> is a proper beer for one thing and one thing only. Actually, it was okay for tailgating too yesterday. It was pretty great. I'm not going to lie. And I know is, where you're going. Go it ahead. is the superior choice for one thing and one thing only, Tom. And it is what? Beer Mosas. Beer Mosas, baby. So, yes, you need I'm going, I'm going with light. Beers. I'm going nah, with light in most you're, occasions. You're wild for that. Um, And I know, like, most people agree with you. However, I'm definitely taking high life in this or that. So, um, <laughs> but you're right. If, if anybody is going to make a beer Mosa, by the way, if you haven't had a beer Mosa before, do yourself a favor, go out, grab a bottle of High Life, get a, a, Have a gallon of OJ. of OJ, and uh, pour the beer in the glass. Pour the pour a little orange juice in there. Fantastic way to start your day. I'll tell you what. Um, and that's on the weekends. Don't do that before work. Okay. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, the Sons uh, of Monarchy does not condone drinking before work. <laughs> no, not not in this century. Okay, so. Uh, maybe in the, you know, the, with the greatest generation, I think did that quite often anyway. So, uh, I'll greatest say generation, my ass <laughs> greatest generation. Yeah. Anyway, I could go somewhere and I won't. Um, I got a question this or that, uh, Orioles, white Sox. you know, uh, let me, I'll give you, let you answer the question first, actually, because I, I have my reason for bringing it up. Orioles or white Sox, this or that, this or that. Like the last two days, the Orioles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did because that's basically where I was coming from. Is like I've been watching, like I, we're all watching these games, like that the Orioles are playing the White Sox, and the Orioles look like they're having fucking fun. You know, it looks like an exciting team to watch right now. That the the defensive plays that they've been making, they had a bullpen game yesterday. It was a fucking bullpen game, and they ha held the Sox to one hit. One goddamn hit. One, one goddamn fucking run. hit. Uh, they they stole four bags on uh, on Kopech. 
just because, I don't know, there's a book on Kopech. He does give up stolen bases. He doesn't check the runners. But four goddamn stolen bags? Jesus. So I'm still wrapping my head around the fact that the White Sox had one fucking hit yesterday. It's wild. And two walks. One hit, two walks. It's a really good team. Uh, what so, the <laughs> shit? I but that therefore the question for like this or that you want to you want to keep watching the White Sox? Fuck it, we're the worst team in the league. Or you want to watch the Orioles who are having a good time? Which is a which again? Like let's be honest here. That's a ludicrous fucking question. There's no way I'd be an Orioles fan over being a White Sox fan. If we if you can go back to our our catalog of lovely podcast episodes, you'll notice that in one episode of the Sons of Anarchy, we chose teams to eliminate from MLB baseball. And one of the teams that was top of my list was the Orioles. I don't think they need to be in the league anymore. Great ballpark. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> awesome ballpark. Uh, when the best thing about your organization is the place that you play. We've got problems. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I apologize for that, uh, but not really. Like okay. I said, I'm about to switch my football fandom to being a Ravens fan. Didn't I say that last week? You did. I don't know why. Why did you bring that up twice? Two weeks in a row. We're the, I don't know. We're a White Sox baseball podcast. What is going on? Kyle okay. Hamilton fanboy podcast. <laughs> I mean, that's actually true as well. Uh, but um, we've got we've got another this or that here. Um, speaking of yesterday's stolen bags, would you rather see, uh, no, this or that stolen base caught stealing? Would I rather see a stolen base or caught stealing? Yeah. Caught stealing. Um, especially when Reese McGuire is really, you know, <laughs> slanging it back, really there. showing his, uh, his strong hand, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to Well, it, what's really good about a caught stealing is you can really see somebody whip it out and uh, get it over to. Oh, there it is. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Oh, that's inappropriate. Uh, no, I, uh, I, I agree. I think caught stealings are more fun. You know, I, I, I would I would like to see more of both from the White Sox. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if I if I was given given the situation, I would probably take a, a, a caught stealing. It's it's more exciting, I think, you know, nabbing somebody on the way, but uh, it, you don't see a lot of it from the White Sox. You really don't. No, <laughs> and and especially not when Grandal's back there. Holy shit! I don't think has he. I think it would be fun. I, that, can somebody back check, fact check us on this? Has has Grandal had any caught stealings since he's been part of the no, White Sox? Yes, he's I think had, he's one had them since he's yeah, no more than one. He's he's got a handful, but Two? I think he's got like one this year. Obviously, he's injured right now, but I think I he has like one this year. I don't remember. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's had two while he's been a member of the White Sox. I'll double check that. But anyway, okay. So this or that, Steve, this is back to the bullshit. Less, uh, less of uh, the baseball because the baseball is making me a little depressed in the last three days. Mm -hmm. uh, churro or soft pretzel? You know, I haven't had a good churro in a hot minute. I'm going to go with churro. Hell yeah, dude. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll put it to you this way, though. Um, they're both best served hot, right? Yes. However, if you're if you're serving one hot, if you're serving both cold, this is what I was trying to say. Churro wins if it's hot. Pretzel wins if it's cold. Ooh, I disagree. Really? I disagree. Um, yeah, no. You uh, go the opposite way on churros, that? Churros better cold. Wild. So, you're wild for that. 
But uh, given the two, no no qualifications, no temperature checks on either. Churro, definitely. I agree. Okay. More bullshit. And I think that you you know this uh, based on what your diet has been in the last few days. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I, I got I, I got the dads coming. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to wrap it up then. But before you go, uh, this or that, uh, breakfast or dinner? You know... I'm a more of a dinner guy uh, because I hardly ever eat breakfast. My yeah, breakfast, breakfast for the second day in a row is liquid IV and a cup of coffee, um, multiple cups of coffee. <laughs> so that's probably another reason why I got the dads flowing right now is all that liquid is uh, settling into my stomach. Uh, yeah, and, my body is, your colon, and my body is like, <laughs> you need some fiber. My body is like <laughs> something that's not going to slide down so mm -hmm. easily. Uh, yeah. So. Well, you know what would help with that, Steve? Some fucking breakfast, the most important meal of the day. And I, I absolutely am taking breakfast because without breakfast, I'm not going to make it to dinner. I'll tell you what. So that's I, I may be one of the like three people on earth that would say that. But yeah, I'm taking breakfast all day. I mean, I love breakfast, but yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, Definitely I think more of a dinner guy. I think uh, we we I have made it to a point here, Steve, where I we're written, running close to the hour mark, which is our which is our sweet spot. We are also uh, running close to where you need to uh, run to the bathroom. We <laughs> we we it's can boo, uh, it's boo boo time. We can get, <laughs> we can catch some final thoughts. Is what I'm building to here. What uh, what are your final thoughts uh, after a week of just really quality? Uh, White Sox baseball. <laughs> <laughs> a week that started off pretty strong. Close Sunday in Houston, and then yeah. looked good against Toronto, and now we're back to losing back-to-back -back games against Baltimore and losing our last three. Um, you know, enjoy the ride, <laughs> Stone. Right? Um, it. I guess I'm just trying to enjoy the ride, even though it's it sounds cliche. I. Yeah. I told you that this team needs to be, what did I say? They need to be 500 going into the all-star break. Yeah. Uh, and they're three back of 500 right now. Three games below 500. Um, possible. It's possible to get there. It is. Um, they got two games that they should win against Baltimore. The next uh, two, two games, next two days. Uh, yeah. And then a road trip out to California. I am really hoping that of the six games they play in California, they split. I think they really need to go three and three uh, in California. And if they're a game below 500 uh, after the, after those series, uh, when they come back home, uh, I think they're in a good spot. So I know that's not super optimistic, but that's, that's very not optimistic actually. Fuck it. We're the worst team in the league. <laughs> yeah. The fact that I'm hoping for uh, a three and three road trip and splitting with Baltimore uh that that says a lot that's like low bar low bar i will be looking out for if they can get to that beautiful 540 win percentage uh, uh over the next week uh that's what really matters to me well, so. well by the time you have joel on the air uh it, it's very possible if they win these next two against yeah. baltimore and they really but need to win the these next two against gotta baltimore. take care of business gotta take care of business against baltimore you should have been already done taking care of business against baltimore but uh, for now we are just sad. Okay, that puts us in a good spot, I think. We've gotten our final thoughts off of our chest. Steve, age-old question. 
In Han we trust. Fuck it, we're the worst team in the league. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. Uh, stay tuned next week for Tommy and Joel. Very excited for that. Uh, and we'll see you all around. Have a good one. <laughs>